0: Hey everybody, this is Cameron with a very special episode of Shelved by Genre. This is supposed to be our off week, where we don't have a bonus episode or a mainline episode, but uh, we commissioned a, or oh, I gotta get the title right, Eschatology in Genesis, Dr. Talos' play, Eschatology in Genesis. The three of us are going to talk about it extensively in next week's episode that finishes up Claw the Conciliator. But uh, we thought it'd be a really good benefit, helpful for everyone to put this out here first so that you can listen to it now and be ready for that episode. So I think it will be really fun, good stuff. The only way we were able to commission this piece, and you'll hear about the credits and everyone who was involved, very special thanks to Grant uh, for putting the whole thing together and the really amazing cast of players that puts the audio drama together. You should check out all their information. that's down in the description below. Uh, you should work with them. You should check out their stuff. You should listen to their podcasts and actual plays and all those different things. Uh, but huge thanks to them for doing that. And we were only able to do this because of the Patreon. Patreon.com rangedtouch touch is what allowed us. And there's a link in the description down below for that as well. It is the only thing that allowed us to say, hey, Grant, here is some money. I hope you can make this thing. And uh, boy, howdy, did he make the thing uh, along with a bunch of really cool collaborators. I also want to make it really clear that this is almost entirely the brainchild of Grant. Uh, I basically approached him and said, are you interested in doing this? And he took a look at the play and then started gathering people and we gave some money in order to pay those people and... Grant did the whole thing, um, and so anything that is really interesting and cool and amazing here, I just want to make it clear, didn't really come from us, it's entirely the production team over there, as well as the talent who are whose voices who you're hearing, so if you really like it, you should let those people know, all of their information is of course down in the description below, give them a tweet, give them an email, let them know what's up, tell them that you really enjoyed their performances or the production that they did, I'm sure they're really going to love to hear that, so that's all to say. This is only possible because the Patreon, patreon.com slash range touch is how we made this happen. uh, And it would have been impossible to kind of figure out outside of that. So if you really enjoy this play and you want us to be doing other stuff like that, either with this show or with other shows or with future books um, in Shelf by Genre. Think about going and kicking us a few dollars a month. It goes to doing the work um, in a lot of different capacities. So uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you really enjoy this. If you like listening to this, go ahead and give us that five stars on whatever platform you listen to the show on. I've been talking for like three minutes now, so I'm going to let you get to the thing. Let me present to you Dr. Talos' play, Eschatology and Genesis.
1: Dr. Talos's play, Eschatology and Genesis, being a dramatization, as he claimed, of certain parts of the lost Book of the New Sun. Persons in the play. Gabriel, the giant Nod. Meshea, the first man. Meshiane, the first woman. Jahi, the Autarch. The Contessa, her maid. Two soldiers. A statue. A prophet, the generalissimo, two demons disguised, the inquisitor, his familiar, angelic beings, the new sun, the old sun, and the moon. The stage is dark. Gabriel appears bathed in golden light and carrying a crystal clarion. Greetings! I have come to set the scene for you. After all, that is my function. It is the night of the last day, and the night before the first. The old sun will set. He will appear in the sky no more. Tomorrow the new sun will rise, and my siblings and I will greet him. Tonight? Tonight no one knows. Everyone sleeps. Footsteps, heavy
2: and slow. Enter Nod.
1: Omniscience! Defend your servant! Do you serve him? So do we,
2: Nephilim. I will not harm you, then, unless he suggests it. You are of his household? How does he communicate with you? To tell the truth, he doesn't. I'm forced to guess at what he wishes me to do.
1: I was afraid of that. Have you seen Meschia's son? Have I seen him? Why, you great ninny! He isn't even born yet! What do you want with him? He
2: is to come and dwell with me in my land east of this garden. I will give him one of my daughters to wife. You have the
1: wrong creation, my friend. You're fifty million years too late.
2: Nod nods slowly, not understanding.
1: If you should see him...
3: Enter Messiah
4: And Meshiane. With Jahi following. All are naked, but Jahi wears jewelry.
3: What a lovely place. Delightful. Flowers, fountains, and statues. Isn't it wonderful?
5: I saw a tame tiger with fangs longer than my hand. What should we call him?
3: (sighs) Whatever he wants, Meshia asks Gabriel. Who owns this beautiful spot? The Autarch. And he permits us to live here. That's very gracious of him. Not exactly. There's someone following you, my
1: friend. Do you know it? Meshia answers without looking. There's something behind you, too. Gabriel flourishes the clarion that is the badge of his office. Yes, he is behind me. Close, too. If you're going to blow that horn to call help, you better do it now. Why, how perceptive of you. But the time is not quite ripe. The golden light fades, and Gabriel vanishes from the stage. Nod remains motionless, leaning on his club.
5: I'll start a fire, and you had better begin to build us a house. It must rain often here. See how green the grass is.
3: Meshia examines Nod. Why, it's only a statue. No wonder he wasn't afraid <gasps> of it.
5: It might come to life. I heard something once about raising sons from stones.
3: Once? Why, you were only born just now. Yesterday, I think.
5: Yesterday? I don't remember it. I'm such a child, Messiah. I don't remember anything until I walked out into the light and saw you talking to a sunbeam.
3: That wasn't a sunbeam. It was... To tell the truth, I haven't thought of a name for what it was yet.
5: I fell in love with you then.
1: Enter the Autarch. Who are you? As far as that goes, who are you? The owner of this garden. Messiah
3: bows.
5: And Messiane curtsies. Though she has no skirt to hold.
3: We are speaking to one of your servants only a moment ago. Now that I come to think of it, I am astonished at how much he resembled your august self. Say that he was, uh... Younger?
1: In appearance, at least. Well, it is inevitable, I suppose. Not that I am attempting to excuse it now. But I was young, and though it would be better to confine oneself to women nearer one's own station, still... There are times, as you would understand, young man, if you had ever been in my position, when a little maid or a country girl who can be wooed with a handful of silver or a bolt of velvet and will not demand at the most inconvenient moment the death of some rival or an ambassadorship for her husband, well, then, a little person like that becomes a most enticing proposition.
4: While the autark has been speaking, Jahi has been creeping up behind Meshia. Now she lays a hand on his shoulder. Now you see that he who you have esteemed your divinity would countenance and advise all I have proposed of you. Before the new sun rises, let us make a new beginning.
1: Here's a lovely creature. How is it, child, that I see the bright flames of candles reflected in each eye while your sister there still puffs cold tinder? She
4: is no sister of mine.
1: Your adversary, then. But come with me. I will give these two my leave to camp here, and you shall wear a rich gown this night, and your mouth shall run with wine, and that slender figure shall be rendered a shade less graceful, perhaps, by larks stuffed with almonds and candied figs. Go
4: away, old man!
1: What? Do you know who I am?
4: I am the only one here who does. You are a ghost and less, a column of ashes upheld by the wind.
1: I see. She is mad. What does she want you to do, friend? You hold no resentment towards her? That is good of you. None at all. Why, a mad mistress should be a most interesting experience. I am looking forward to it, believe me. And there are few things to look forward to when you've seen and done all I have. She doesn't bite, does she? I mean, not hard.
5: She does. And her fangs run with venom.
4: Jahi springs forward to claw her.
5: Meshiane darts off stage, Pursued by Jahi.
1: I shall have my Picanairs search the garden for them. Don't worry, they'll both be back soon. You'll see. Meanwhile, I am
3: actually glad to have a moment alone with you like this. There are some things I've been wanting to
1: ask you. I grant no favors after six. That's a rule I've had to make to keep my sanity. I'm sure you understand. Oh, that's good to know. Um, But I wasn't going to ask for something, really. Only... For information, for for divine wisdom. In that case, go ahead, but I warn you, you must pay a price. I mean to have that demented angel for my own tonight.
3: Meshia drops to his knees. There is something I have never understood. Why must I talk to you when you know my every thought? My first question was, knowing her to be of that brood you have banished, should I not still do what she proposes? For she knows I know, and... It is in my heart to believe that she puts forward right action, in the thought that I will spurn it because it comes from her.
1: Aside. He is mad too, I see, and because of my yellow robes, thinks me divine. Tmeshia. A little adultery never hurt any man. Unless, of course, it was his wife's. Then mine would hurt her?
3: I
4: Enter the Contessa. And her maid. My sovereign lord, what do you do here?
1: I am at prayer, daughter. Take off your shoes at least, for this is holy ground.
4: Liege, who is this fool?
1: A madman I found wandering with two women, as mad as he.
4: Then they outnumber us, unless my maid be sane. Your Grace. Which I doubt. This afternoon she laid out a purple stole with my green capote. I was to look like a post with morning glories, it would seem.
3: Messia, who has been growing angrier as she speaks, strikes her, knocking her down.
1: Unseen behind him, the Autarch flees.
3: Brat. Don't trifle with holy things when I am near, or dare do anything but what I tell you.
5: Who are you, sir?
3: I am the parent of the human race, my child. And you are my child, as she is.
5: I hope you will forgive her, and me. We had heard you were dead.
3: That requires no apology. Most are, after all. But I have come round again, as you see, to welcome the new dawn.
2: Nod moves after his long silence and immobility. We have come too early. Pointing. A giant! Oh, a giant!
5: A I'm here, your
4: Libra is here.
2: Too early for the new sun by some time still.
4: The, the new sun is coming! We shall melt like
3: dreams! Seeing that Nod intends no violence. Bad dreams. But it will be the best thing for you. You understand that, what, don't you?
4: What I don't understand is how you, who suddenly seem so wise, could mistake the Arthark for the universal mind.
3: I know that you are my daughters in the old creation. You must be, since you are human women, and I have had none in this. His son will take my daughter to wife.
2: It is an honor our family has done little to deserve. We are only humble people, the children of Gaia, But we will be exalted. I will be... What will I be, Meshia? the father-in-law of your son? It may be, if you don't object, that some day my wife and I will visit our daughter on the same day you come to see him. You wouldn't refuse us, would you? A place at the table?
3: We would sit on the floor, naturally. Of course not. The dog does that already, or will when we see him. To the Contessa. Has it not struck you that I may know more of him you call the Universal Mind than your Autarch does of himself? Not only your universal mind, but many lesser powers wear our humanity like a cloak when they will, sometimes only as concerns two or three of us. We who are worn are seldom aware that, seeming ourselves to ourselves, we are yet demiurge, paraclete, or fiend to another.
4: That is wisdom I have gained late, if I must fade with the new sun's rising. Is it past midnight? Nearly so, your grace. Pointing to the audience. All these fair folk, what will befall them?
3: What befalls leaves when their year is past, and they are driven by the wind. If... Meshia turns to watch the eastern sky, as though for the first sign of dawn. If... If what?
4: If my body held a part of yours, drops of liquecent tissue locked in my loins.
3: If it did, you might wander earth for a time longer, a lost thing that could never find its way home. But I will not bed you. Do you think you are more than a corpse? You are less.
4: The maid faints. You say you are the father of all things human. It must be so, for you are death to woman. The
5: stage darkens. When the light returns, Meshiane and Jahi are lying together
4: beneath a rowan tree. There is a door in the hillside behind them. Jahi's lip is split open and puffed, giving her a pouting look. Blood trickles to it from her chin.
5: How strong I would be still to search for him. If only I knew you would not
4: follow me. I move with the strength of the world below and will follow you to the second ending of earth if need be. But if you strike me again, you will suffer for it. Meshiane lifts her fist. And Jahi cowers back.
5: Your legs were shaking worse than mine when we decided to rest here.
4: I suffer far more than you, but the strength of the world below is to endure past endurance. Even as I am more beautiful than you, I am more tender creature by far. We've seen that, I think. I warn you again, and there will be no third warning. Strike me at your peril.
5: What will you do? Summon up Arinas to destroy me? I have no fear of that. If you could, you would have done it long before.
4: Worse. If you strike me again, you will come to enjoy it.
6: Enter for a soldier and second soldier, both armed with pikes. Look here! To the woman. Down, down! Don't stand or like a heron, I'll skewer you. You're coming with us.
5: On our hands and
7: knees? None of your insolence. He prods her with his pike and as he does, there is a groaning almost too deep for hearing. The stage vibrates in sympathy with it and the ground shakes.
4: What was that? I don't know. The end of Earth, you fool. Go ahead and spear her. It's the end of you
6: anyway. <laughs> Little you know, it's the beginning for us. When the order came to search the garden, special mention was made of you two. and orders given to bring you back. Ten chrysos you'll be worth, or I'm a cobbler. He seizes Jahi.
5: And as soon as he does so, Messiane darts off into the darkness. First soldier runs after her.
6: Bart me, will ya? He strikes Jahi with <laughs> the shaft
4: of his weapon. They struggle. Fool, she's escaping!
6: That's Ivo's worry. I've got my prisoner and he let his escape, if he doesn't catch her. Come on, we're going to see the Kiliarch.
4: Will you not love me? Before we leave this winsome spot? And have my manhood cut off and shoved into my mouth. Not I. They'd have to find it first. What's that? He shakes her. You take the office of Earth who will not trouble herself for me. But wait! Release me, only for a moment, and I will show you wonderful things.
6: I can see them now, for which I give all
4: thanks to the moon. I can make you rich. Ten will be as nothing to you, but I have no power while you grasp my body.
6: Your legs are longer than the other woman's, but I've seen that you don't move so readily on them. Indeed, I think that you can scarcely
4: stand. No more can I.
6: I'll hold your necklace. Chain looks stout enough. If that's sufficient, show me what you can do. If it's not, come with me. You'll be no freer while I have you.
4: Jahi raises both hands with the little fingers, index fingers and thumbs extended. For a moment there is silence, then a strange soft music filled with trillings. Snow falls in gentle flakes.
6: Stop that! He seizes one arm and jerks it down. The music stops abruptly. A few last snowflakes settle on his head. That was not gold! Yet you saw. There's an old woman in my home village who can work the weather too. She's not as quick as you, I admit. But then she's a lot older and feeble.
4: Whoever she may be, she is not a thousandth part as old as I.
2: Enter the statue, moving slowly and as
6: though blind.
4: What is that thing?
6: One of Father Aeneas' little pets. It can't hear you or make a sound. I'm not sure it's even alive.
4: Why, neither am I for all of that.
2: As the statue passes near her...
4: She strokes its cheeks with her free hand. Lover. 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 Have you no greeting for me?
6: What's this? Stop! Woman, you said you had no power while I held you.
4: Behold my slave. Can you fight him? Go ahead and break your spear on that broad chest.
6: The
2: statue kneels and kisses Jahi's foot.
6: No, but I can outrun him. He throws Jahi across his shoulder and runs. The door in the hill opens. He enters and it slams shut behind him.
2: The statue hammers it with mighty blows, but it does not yield. Tears stream down his face. At last he turns away and begins to dig with his hands.
1: Gabriel calls from off stage. The stone images keep faith with a departed day, alone in the desert when man has fled away.
2: As the statue continues to dig, the stage grows dark.
1: When the lights come up again, the Autarch is seated on his throne. He is alone on stage, but silhouettes projected on either side of him indicate that he is surrounded by his court. Here I sit as though the Lord of a hundred worlds, yet not master even of this. The tramp of marching
3: men is heard off stage. There is a shouted order
1: Generalissimo!
3: Enter a prophet. He wears a goat skin and carries a staff whose head has been rudely carved into a strange symbol. A hundred portents are abroad. At Incusis a calf was dropped that had no head but mouths in its knees. A woman of known propriety has dreamed she is with child by a dog. Last night a shower of stars fell hissing onto the southern ice, and prophets walk abroad in the land. You yourself are a prophet.
1: The Antarc himself has seen them. My archivist, who is most learned in the history of this spot, once informed me that over a hundred prophets have been slain here, stoned, burned, torn by beasts, and drowned. Some have even been nailed like vermin to our doors. Now I would learn of you something of the coming of the new sun so long prophesied. How is it to come about? What does it mean? Speak, or we shall give the old archivist another mark for his tally, and train the pale moonflower to climb that staff. I despair of satisfying you, but I shall attempt it. Do you not know?
3: I know. But I know you for a practical man, concerned with the affairs of this universe alone, who seldom looks higher than the stars. For thirty years I have prided myself on that. Yet even you must know that cancer eats the heart of the old sun, At its center, matter falls in upon itself, as though there were a pit without bottom, whose top surrounds it. My astronomers have long told me so. Think on an apple, rotten from the bud.
1: fair still without, until it collapses into foulness at last. Every man who finds himself still strong in the latter half of life has thought on that fruit. So much so then for the old sun. But what of its cancer? What know we of
3: that, save that it deprives Earth of heat and light, and at last of life?
2: Sounds of struggle are heard off stage. There is a scream of pain and a crash as though a large vase has been knocked from its pedestal.
1: We will learn what that commotion is soon enough, Prophet. Continue.
3: We know it to be far more for it is a discontinuity in our universe, the- a rent in the hey, fabric bound by no law we I'll know. From it, nothing comes, all enters in, not escapes. Yet from it, anything may appear, for it alone, of all the things we know, is no slave to its own nature.
2: Enter Nod, bleeding, prodded by pikes off stage.
3: What is this miscreation? The very proof of those portents I spoke of to you. In future times, so it has been long said, the death of the old sun will destroy earth. But from its grave will rise monsters, a new people, and the new sun. Old earth will flower then as a butterfly from its dry husk, and the
1: new earth shall be called Ushas. Yet all we know will be swept aside, this ancient house in which we stand, yourself, me? I have no
2: wisdom. Yet I heard a wise man, soon to be a relative by marriage, say not long ago that all that is for the best. We are but dreams, and dreams possess no life by their own right. See, I am wounded. Nod holds out his hand. When my wound heals, it will be gone. Should it with bloody lips say it is sorry to heal? I am only trying to explain what another said, but that is what I think
1: he meant. What's that? You, Prophet, go and see who's ordered that clamor and why. Exit, Prophet. I feel sure your bells
2: have begun the welcome of the new sun. It is what I came to do myself. It is our custom when an honored guest arrives to roar and beat our chests and pound the ground and the trunks of trees all about with gladness and lift the greatest rocks we can and send them down the gorges in honor of him. I will do that this morning if you will set me free, and I feel sure Earth herself will join me. The very mountains will leap into the sea when the new sun rises up today. And from
1: where did you come? Tell me, and I'll release you. Why, from my own country to the east of Paradise. And where is that?
2: Nod points to the east.
1: And where is Paradise? In the same direction?
2: Why, this... ...is paradise. We are in paradise.
3: Or at least, under it. Enter the Generalissimo, who marches to the throne and salutes. Autark, we have searched all the land above this House Absolute as you ordered. The Contessa Carina has been found, and her injuries not being serious, escorted to her apartments. We have also found the Colossus you see
1: before you, the bejeweled woman you described, and two merchants... What of the other two, the naked man and his wife? There is no trace of them. Repeat your search, and this time look well. He salutes. As my autark wills. And have the jeweled woman sent to me.
2: Nod begins to walk off stage, but is stopped by
3: pikes. The generalissimo draws his pistol.
1: Am I free to leave? By
2: no means. I told you where my country lies, just east of here. More than
3: your country lies. I know that area well.
1: He has told the truth as he knows it. Perhaps the only truth there is. Then I am free to go. I think that he whom you came to welcome will arrive, whether you are free or not. Yet there is a chance, and such creatures as you cannot be allowed to roam abroad in any case, no. You are not free, nor never again will be.
3: Nod rushes from the stage. Pursued by the Generalissimo. Shots, screams, and crashes. Figures around the Autark fade. In the midst of the uproar, the bells toll again. Nod re-enters with a laser burn
2: across one cheek. The Autark strikes him with his scepter, each blow producing an explosion and a burst of sparks. Nod seizes the Autark and is about to dash him to the stage.
7: When two demons disguised as merchants enter,
6: throw him down and restore the Autark to the throne.
1: Thank you. You will be richly rewarded. I'd given up hope of being rescued by my guards, and I see I thought rightly. May I ask who you are?
7: Your guards are dead. That giant has smashed their skulls against your walls and broken their spines upon his knees.
6: We are two traitors, Merely. Your soldiers took us up.
1: Would that they were traitors, and in their places I had soldiers such as you. And yet, you are in appearance so slight, I would think you incapable of even ordinary
7: strength. While bowing, our strength is inspired by the master we
6: serve. You will wonder why we, two commonplace traders and slaves, should have been found wandering your grounds by night. The fact is, we came to warn you. Our travels but lately took us to the northern jungles... And there, in a temple older than man, a shrine overgrown with rank vegetation until it seemed hardly more than a leafy mound, we spoke to an ancient shaman who foretold great peril to your realm. With
7: that intelligence, we hastened here to give you the alarm before it should be too late, arriving at the very wince of time.
1: What must I do?
6: This world that you and we treasure has now been driven round the sun so often that the warp and woof of its space grow threadbare and fall as dust and feeble lint from the loom of time.
7: The continents themselves are as old as rattle-women, long since stripped of beauty and fertility. The new sun comes! I know. And he will send them crashing into the sea like founded
6: ships. And from the sea lift new. Glittering with gold, silver, iron, and copper, with diamonds, rubies, and turquoise, lands wallowing in the soil of a million millennia, so long ago washed down to the sea. To people
7: these lands, a new race is prepared. The humankind you know will be shouldered aside even as the grass that has prospered on the plain so long yields to
6: the plow and so gives way to wheat. But what if the seed were burned? What then? The tall man and the slight woman you met not long ago are such seed. Once it was hoped that it might be poisoned in the field. But she who is dispatched to accomplish it has lost sight of the seed now among the dead grass and broken clods, and for a few slights of hand has been handed over to your inquisitor for strict examination. Yet the seed might be burned still."
1: The thought you suggest has already passed through my own mind.
6: Of Of course.
1: course. But would the death of those two truly halt the coming of the new sun?
7: No, but would you wish it? The new lands shall be yours.
1: The screens grow radiant. Wooded hills and cities of spires appear. The Autarch turns to face them. There is a pause. He draws a communicator from his robes. May never the new sun see what we do here. Ships, sweep over us with flame till all is seer.
7: As the two demons vanish...
2: Nod sits up. The cities and hills fade, and the screens show the image of the Autarch multiplied many times. The stage goes dark.
7: When the lights go up again, the Inquisitor
6: sits at a high desk at the center of the stage. His familiar, dressed as a torturer and masked, stands beside the desk... To either side are various instruments of torment. Bring in the woman said to be a witch, brother. The Contessa waits outside, and as she is of exalted blood and a favorite of our sovereigns, I beg you see her first.
4: Enter the Contessa. I heard what was said, and as I could not think you to be deaf, Inquisitor, to such an appeal. I have made bold to come in at once. Do you think me bold for that?
7: You toy with words, but... Yes, I own I do.
4: Then you think wrongly. Eight years since my girlhood have I abode in this house absolute. When first the blood seeped from my loins and my mother brought me here, she warned me never to come near these apartments of yours, for the blood has trickled from so many, caring nothing for the phases of the fickle moon. And never have I come till now. And now trembling. Here the good need have
7: no fear, yet... Even so, I think you grown bold by your own testimony.
4: And am I good? Are you? Is he? My confessor would tell you I am not. What does yours tell you, or is he in fear? And is your familiar a better man than you?
6: I would not wish to be.
4: No, I am not bold nor safe here, as I know. It is fear that drives me through these grim chambers. They have told you of the naked man that struck me. Has he been taken?
7: He has not been brought before me.
4: "'Scarcely a watch ago some soldiers found me moaning in the garden, where my maids sought to comfort me. "'Because I feared to be outside by dark, they carried me to my own suite by way of the gallery called the Road of Air. "'Do you know it?'
7: "'Well.'
4: "'Then you know, too, that it is everywhere overhung with windows, "'so that all the chambers and corridors about it may receive the benefit.' "'As we passed by, I saw in one the figure of a man, tall and clean-limbed, wide of shoulder and slender of waist.' "'There are many such men.' "'So I thought. But in a little time the same figure appeared in another window, and another. "'Then I appealed to the soldier who carried me to fire upon it. They thought me mad and would not. "'But the party they sent to take that man returned with empty hands.' "'Still, he looked at me through the windows and appeared to sway.'
7: "'And you believe this man you saw to be the man who struck
4: you?' "'Worse. I fear it was not he, though it resembled him. "'Besides, he would be kind to me, I am sure, "'if only I treated his madness with respect. "'No, on this strange night, when we, "'who are the winter-killed stalks of man's old sprouting, "'find ourselves so mixed with next year's seed,' I fear that he is something more we do
7: not know. That may be so, but you will not find him here, nor the man who struck you.
6: Bring in the witch-woman, brother. Such are they all, though some are worse than others. He exits and returns, leading Messiane by a chain.
7: It is alleged against you that you so charmed seven of the soldiers of our sovereign, the Autarch, that they betrayed their oath and turned their weapons upon their comrades and their officers. He rises and lights a candle at one side of his desk. I now most solemnly adjure you to confess this sin, and if you have so sinned, what power aided you to accomplish it and the names of those who taught you to call upon that power.
5: The soldiers only saw I meant no harm, and were
6: afraid for me.
7: Silence! No weight is given to the protestations of the accused unless they are made under duress. My familiar will prepare you.
6: Familiar seizes Meshiane and straps her into one of the contrivances.
4: With so little time left to the world, I shall not waste it in watching this. Are you a friend to the naked man of the garden? I am going to seek him, and I will tell him what has become of you. Oh, do! I I hope he will come before it is too late. And I hope he will accept me in your stead. No doubt both hopes are equally forlorn, and we shall soon be sisters in despair. Exit the Contessa.
7: I go, too, to speak to those that were her rescuers. Prepare the subject, for I shall return shortly.
6: There is another Inquisitor, of similar crimes, but less, perhaps, in potency. Why did you not tell me? I might have instructed
7: both together. Bring her in.
6: Familiar exits and returns leaving Jahi. The Inquisitor searches among the papers on his desk.
7: It is alleged against you that you so charmed seven of the soldiers of our sovereign, the Otark, that they betrayed their oath and turned their weapons upon their comrades and their officers. I now most solemnly adjure you to confess this sin, and if you have so sinned, what power aided you to accomplish it, and the names of those who taught you to call upon that power.
4: I have done all that you accuse me of, and more than you know. The power, I dare not name, lest this upholstered rat-hole be blasted to bits. Who taught me? Who teaches a child to call upon her father?
6: Her mother? I would
7: not know. Prepare her. I shall return soon. Exit the Inquisitor.
4: They fought
5: for you, too? How sad that so many had to die.
6: The familiar locks Jahi in a contrivance on the other side of the desk. He had your paper again. I'll point this error out to him. Diplomatically, you may be sure, when he comes back.
4: You charm the soldiers! Then charm this
5: fool and free us! I have no chant of power, and and I charmed but seven of fifty.
7: Enter Nod bound driven by First Soldier with a pike. What's this? Why, such a prisoner as you've never had before. He's killed a hundred men as we might puppies. Have you shackles big enough for
6: him? I'll have to link several pairs together, but I'll contrive something.
2: I am no man, but less and more, being born of the clay of Mother Gaia, whose pets are the beasts. If your dominion is over men, then you must let me go.
4: We're
7: not men either. Let us go too. (laughs) We can see you're not. I wasn't in doubt
5: for a moment. She is no woman. Don't let her trick you.
6: Snapping the last fetter on Nod. She won't. Believe me, the time of tricks is over. You'll have some fun, won't you, when I'm gone.
7: He reaches for Jahi.
6: Who spits like a cat.
7: I don't suppose you'll be a good fellow and turn
6: your back for a moment. Preparing to torture Messiane. If I were such a good fellow as that, I'd find myself broken on my own wheel soon enough. But if you wait here until my master, the Inquisitor, returns, you may find yourself lying beside her as you wish.
7: First soldier hesitates, then realizes what is meant and hurries out.
2: That woman will be the mother of my son-in-law. Do not harm her. He strains at his chains.
4: I've been up all night, and though the spirit is as willing as ever, the flesh is ready for rest. Can't you hurry with her and get to me?
6: There is no
4: rest here. So? Well, it's not quite as homelike as I would expect. Jahi yawns again, and when she moves a hand to cover her mouth, the shackles Ah! fall away.
5: You have to hold her, don't you understand? Ah! Soil! Soil has no part in her, so iron has no power over her! Ah!
6: The familiar has not looked away from Meshiane, whom he is torturing. Ah! She is held, never fear. Ah! Giant!
5: Can you free yourself? The world depends
4: on it. Nod strains at his bonds, but cannot break them. Walking out of her shackles. Yes, it is I who answer, because in the world of reality, I am far larger than any of you. She walks around the desk and leans over the familiar shoulder. How interesting. (laughs) Crude, but interesting. (laughs) The familiar turns
6: and gapes at her.
4: And she flees laughing.
6: (laughs) He runs clumsily after her, and a Mm -hmm. moment later returns, crestfallen. (sighs) She's gone. Yes.
1: Free.
5: Free! Free to pursue Messia and ruin everything as she did before.
6: You don't realize what this means. My master will return soon, and I am a dead man. The world is dead. So she has told you.
5: Torturer, you have one chance yet. Listen to me. You must free the giant as well.
6: And he will kill me and release you. I will consider it. At least it will be a quick death. Ah,
5: he hates Shahi. And though he isn't clever, he knows her ways and is very strong. What's more, I can tell you an oath that he will never break. Give him the key to his shackles, then stand by me with your sword at my neck. Make him swear to find Jahi. Return her here and bind himself again.
6: The familiar hesitates.
5: You've nothing to lose. Your master doesn't even know he's supposed to be here. But if she's gone when he
6: returns. I'll do it. He detaches a key from the ring at his belt.
2: I swear, as I hope to be linked by marriage to the family of man, so that we giants may be called sons of the father, that I will capture the succubus for you, and return her here, and hold her, so that she shall not escape again, and bind myself as I am bound now. Is that the oath?
6: Yes! The familiar throws the key to Nod, then draws his sword and holds it ready to strike Messiane. Can he find her?
5: He must find her.
6: Nod unlocks himself.
2: I will catch her. That body weakens, as she said. She may whip it far, but she will never learn that whipping will not do everything. Exits.
6: The familiar tortures Meshiane.
5: No. No. Don't,
6: don't. How fair she is. I wish that we... What no, met no, when better no, things might be. Please, please, no, no. Ah!
4: Ah! The stage darkens. Jahi's running feet are heard. After
2: a time, a faint light shows Nod loping through the corridors of the House Absolute. Moving images of urns, pictures, and furniture behind him show his progress.
4: Jahi appears among them.
2: And he exits stage right in
6: pursuit.
4: Jahi enters stage left with second demon walking in lockstep
6: behind her.
4: Where can he have gone? The gardens are burned black. You have no flesh beyond a seeming. Cannot you make yourself an owl and seek him out for me? Who? <laughs> Ooh, Meshia. Wait until the father learns how you have treated me and betrayed all our efforts.
6: From you. It was you who left Meshea, lured away by the woman. What will you say? The woman tempted me. We have done with that so long ago that no one remembers it save you and I. And now you have spoiled the lie by making it come true.
4: She turns on him.
6: You little foul sniveler, you scrabbler at windows.
4: Jumping back.
6: And now you are exiled to the land of Nod, east of Paradise. Nod's footfalls
2: are heard off stage.
4: Jahi hides behind a clepsydra. And
6: second demon produces a pike and stands with it in the attitude of a soldier as Nod enters.
2: How long have you been standing there? Saluting.
6: As long as you want, sir. What news is there? All you want, sir. A giant as high as a steeple has killed the throne guards, and the Autarch's missing. We've searched the gardens so often that if only we'd been carrying dung instead of spears, the daisies'd be as big as umbrellas. Duck's clothes is down, and Hopes is up. So's the turnips. Tomorrow should be fair, warm, and bright. He looks significantly toward the clepsydra and a woman with no clothes on has been running through the halls.
2: What is that thing?
6: A water clock, sir. See, you, knowing what time it is, can tell by that how much water's flowed.
2: Nod examines the clepsydra. There is nothing like this in my land. Do these puppets move by water? Not the big
4: one, sir. Jahi bolts off stage.
2: Pursued by Nod.
4: But before he is fully out of sight of the audience, she dives between his legs, re entering.
2: He continues
4: off, giving her time to hide in a chest.
2: Meanwhile, the second demon has disappeared. Nod re enters.
6: Ho! Stop!
2: Runs to the opposite side of the stage and returns. My fault! My fault! In the garden there she passed close by me once. I could have reached out and crushed her like a cat, a worm, a mouse, a snake. Turns on audience. Don't laugh at me. I could kill you all, the whole poisoned race of you. Oh, to strew the valleys with your white... Bones, but I am done. I am done, and Meshiane, who trusted in me, is undone. Nod strikes the Clepsydra, sending brass pans and water flying across the stage. What good is this gift of speech except that I can curse myself? Good mother of all the beasts, take it from me. I would be as I was and shout wordless among the hills. Reason shows reason can only bring pain. How wise to forget and be happy again. Nod seats himself on the chest in which Jahi resides and buries his face in his hands. As the lights dim, The chest begins to splinter beneath his weight.
6: When the lights come up again, the scene is once more the Inquisitor's chamber. Mashiane is on the rack. The familiar is turning the wheel. Ah! No! Ah! That made you feel better, didn't it? Ah! I told you it would. Besides, it lets the neighbors know we're awake in Ah! here. You wouldn't believe it, but this whole wing is full of empty rooms and sinecures. Here, the Master and I do our business still. We do it still, and that's why the Commonwealth stands. And we want them to know it.
1: Enter the Autarch. His robes are torn and stained with blood.
6: What place is this?
1: He sits on the floor, his head in his hands in an attitude reminiscent of Nod's.
6: What place? Why, the Chamber of Mercy, you jackass! Can you come here without knowing where you are?
1: I have been so hunted through my house this night that I might be anywhere. Bring me some wine. Or water, if you've no wine here, and bar the
6: door. We have claret, but no wine. And I can hardly bar the door, since I expect my master back. Do as I tell you. You are drunk, friend. Go out. I am... What
1: does it matter? The end is here. I am a man, neither worse nor better than you.
2: Nod's heavy tread is heard in the distance.
6: He has failed, I know it! He has succeeded!
5: He would not have come back so soon with empty hands. The world may yet be saved!
1: What do you mean?
2: Enter Nod. The madness he prayed for is upon
6: him, but he drags Jahi behind him. The familiar runs forward with shackles.
5: Someone must hold her or she will escape as she did before!
6: The familiar drapes chains on one of Nod's arms across his body in such a way that he holds Jahi. Nod tightens the grip. He's killing her! Let go, you great booby. The familiar snatches up the bar with which he has been tightening the rack and belabors Nod with it. Nod roars, <sighs> tries to grasp
2: him, and lets the unconscious Jahi slip down. The familiar seizes her by the
6: foot and pulls her to where the autark sits. Here, you, you'll do. He jerks the autark erect and swiftly imprisons him in such a way that one hand is clamped about Jahi's wrist then returns to torture, Messiane. Unseen behind him, Nod Ah! is freeing himself
2: of his chains.
1: Dr. Talos' play, Eschatology in Genesis, is the 24th chapter of The Claw of the Conciliator by Gene Wolfe, part of the Book of the New Sun. Adapted for audio, directed, produced, and edited by Grant. That's me. The Giant Nod and A Statue were played by Ansel Birch, whose work can be found at Indecisionist.com. Meschia the First Man, A Prophet, and The Generalissimo were played by Clint Worthington, freelance film critic and editor-in-chief at TheSpool.net, host of the Travolta Cage podcast and Right on Cue. Meshiane the First Woman, and The Maid were played by Nora Bros. Nora is a voice actor and audiobook narrator. Find her at nora.bros.com. Jahi and the Contessa were played by Elena, who hosts the History Honeys and Sex Archie podcasts, as well as the upcoming Whiskers, We Share Knowledge Regarding Sequest. First Soldier, First Demon, and The Inquisitor were played by Jeff Stormer, host of the Party of One podcast. Second Soldier, Second Demon, and The Familiar were played by Aaron Katano-Saez, co-creator of the All My Fantasy Children podcast. Find links to everything Aaron does at AaronKatanoSaez.com. Gabriel and The Autark were played by Grant. My other projects include the Six Feats Under podcast and Chip and Ironicus Let's Plays. Sound design by Yuria Jensen, who can be found at cohost.org slash Yuria. Music by Dearest of the Void. You can hear more at dearestofthevoid.bandcamp.com. The poster is by Grime. You can find them at linktree slash oddesque. This audio drama was commissioned by the Range Touch Network and shelved by
4: Genre.